You're listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, Jamie Lee. This is Humans of Jeju. Welcome. Yes, hooray. <laughs> hooray. Hi, everybody. Hi. You're in your red hat today. Of course. You know, you used to like have it on sometimes in the in the beginning. That's the only reason. Uh, these days only you, because I forget. Oh, really? <laughs> but now it's like your staple hat. Yes. You have to have it on. Otherwise, mm. our chameleons are going to go, where did Jay's hat go? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, there, there's... Yes. <laughs> but you, you're, I mean, I'm glad to mm-hmm. see you in your hat today. It gives us energy. I'm glad I'm here with my <laughs> hat on. Because I've been like pulling on my hair all day. I've what? been working. Well, I work during the Don't day with that. the kids, right? And sometimes the kids can get on to you, oh. you know? And then you're like pulling on your hair. Uh oh. And then that's why you have to come to the show with a hat on. Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot, lot of story into oh, it, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just Interesting. Mm. Okay. Well, h- I hope you had a good past week. Yes, I'm glad. Mm. Um, it's today's last day of August. So <gasps> That's right. I'm looking forward to September. Oh, that is right. You know, I also... that long holiday coming right. too, so... You reminded me, today mm. they say that the moon is the biggest... Oh, really? Yeah. It, it was quite bright outside and when so I was coming. And so if you don't yeah. see the moon today, the super moon, mm. you won't see it in 14 years from now. Wow. I know. Wow. Everybody go out to see the moon. But I guess after, I have to go out now. After the it. humans yes. of Jeju. Yes, after the show. <laughs> after you introduce to us who is our human today. Yes. So let's listen to today's human of Jeju. Okay. 안녕하세요. 건축 빼고 다 하는 건축가 탐나지의 건축사 사무소 권종우 소장입니다. Oh, that was short. Can you explain? Was that too short? (laughs) (laughs) So today's human of Jeju is the head of an architecture office called Tamla Yeji Architecture Office. Uh It's located in the Shinjeju area. Mm -hmm. And he introduced himself as an architect who does everything except architecture. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> so architect who does okay. everything except architecture. That's interesting. That's like an artist saying he does anything except for art. Well, I'm going to be very, I'm very curious now to learn more about today's architect who doesn't do architect, mm-hmm. uh, but he does everything except for architecture. That's quite interesting. Can you tell us more, please? So let's listen to his story first. Mm-hmm. 
내놨고 그게 다행히 이제 건축주나 발주처에서 맞아 떨어지면서 그런 식으로 만들어진 사례라고 볼수 있을 것 같아요. This is very interesting. Mm. We're going to need your uh, interpretation. Yes, so to sum up what he mentioned, he prefers a style of architecture that revives memories through preservation rather than demolishing and building something new. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why he referred to himself as an architect who does everything except architecture. Oh, okay. I'm getting a little bit more of an understanding of the concept. So when we think of architects, we usually associate them with, you know, kind of tearing down buildings mm. and building something new. But he seems to be doing something that is kind of maybe even the opposite. Um, but he's trying to preserve and nurture. Yes. So he mentioned his hometown is originally Seogipo City. Mm-hmm. Um, after graduating from college, college on the mainland, he returned to Jeju Island. Despite being a Jeju native, uh, he didn't know much about the old downtown of Jeju City mm-hmm. because he lived in Seogipo. Um, but he set up his architectural office in the downtown area uh, where the rent was relatively low and he began exploring various parts of the city. So during this time, he pondered on what it means to create a Jeju-style architecture rather than making a living out of it. Mm-hmm. And this was when an architectural dilemma that he was experiencing. Uh, at, at last, coincidentally, uh, coincidentally when, he opened his of- when he opened his office, the city was starting on their urban regeneration projects. And one of the projects was the construction of the Kim Young-soo Library, mm-hmm. which we've previously introduced in Humans of Jeju. Uh, we talked about a person who volunteers there. Uh, it's a unique library in Korea as it opens to the general public in addition to being a school library for Jeju North Elementary School, the mm. Jeju Buk Chodongakyo. Mm-hmm. So today's human of Jeju, Kwon jong was the architect responsible for the building. And additionally, he also designed the Suna Kopi, which, pres- uh, which preserves the old look of a historical house in the downtown area. Uh, this was when after the Chaba Typhoon uh, hit the place, it needed some recon- uh, reconstruction. It needed reconstruction after its damage on its walls. So both the Kim Young-soo Library and Suna Kopi had requested multiple architects for their service. That's and, amazing. And while others suggested demolishing and rebuilding, uh, architect Kwon Jung-woo was the one who argued that the old appearance Uh, appearance should be utilized in the architecture and his viewpoint was accepted which led him to oversee the constructions of it. Kwon Jung-woo architecture Nim, I love you because this place Suna Cafe is one of my favorite places and mm. the reason is because it looks so preserved of the old times. Yes. So I didn't know it was designed by this person. That's amazing. Now we hear a lot about urban regeneration projects mm-hmm. especially in the old downtown area but I'm very curious to know about the role of architecture in urban regeneration. So let's listen first to what he mentioned. 대부분 재생하면은 뭔가 새롭게 만든다라는 개념으로 해석을 하고요. 어, 건축가의 태생 자체도 없는 상태에서 뭔가를 만든다는 전제 조건이 있잖아요. 기존에 있는 건물을 다시 가지고 뭔가 다시 고쳐서 쓴다는 개념은 얼마 안 됐어요. 그 다음에 있는 것도 낡고 오래됐으니까 이거를 헐어버리고 철거해버리고 다시 짓는 방식의 사고는 당연한 건축가의 생각인데 어, 아까 보물이라고 한 느낌이 어떤 느낌이냐면 이 공간하고 장소에는 다 사람들의 기억이 있는데 이게 낡았다고 다 없어져서 새로 지어지면 여기 살던 사람들 
그 다음에 그 안에 이야기들이 다 한꺼번에 사라진다라는 느낌이 들더라고요. 그래서 그게 다 없어지는데 그게 과연 좋은 도시일까? 그리고 도시 재생을 한다는데 그런 게 만약에 없다면 사람들이 여기 와서 어떤 매력을 느낄까? 이런 생각을 하면서 어 그런 관점을 이제 실현시키기 위한 어떤 건축적인 제안들을 하면서 만들어내기 시작을 했는데 어 그나마 이제 긍정적인 평가를 또 받았고 그러니까 있는 걸 가지고 잘 활용해서 새롭게 뭔가를 만들어내는 방식에 대한 사람들한테 어떤 계기, 전환점을 주고 싶고 그런 거를 만들려고 지금 고민을 하고 있는 상황입니다. I love. I looked at the picture that was showing on YouTube, and mm. I really am interested in his desk, which looks very interesting. Well, can you please explain what he just says? So, according to him, there are various perspectives on regeneration. Uh, and however, when most people think about regeneration, they often interpret it as the concept of creating something new. Mm -hmm. And the very nature of an architect is assumed as the condition of creating something from nothing. Mm. Uh, so, the idea of renovating and re using existing buildings has only emerged recently uh, and the thought of demolishing and rebuilding something that has aged and become worn out was actually considered a natural approach for architects. Mm -hmm. uh, but as we mentioned earlier when Kwon Jong-un was exploring the old downtown area he mentioned like he felt that he discovered a treasure. Mm. Uh, the feeling was that in those spaces and places there were people's memories. Uh, if everything old were demolished and replaced, it would feel like all the people who had lived there and the stories inside would disappear all at once. I see. And if all those things disappeared, he asked a question to himself such as, would that place still be a good city? And if in the process of urban regeneration, uh, spaces that had once held people's memories were erased, mm -hmm. how would people perceive the charm of such place when mm. they visit? Right. So from such perspectives, he made architectural propo uh, proposals mm -hmm. and started working on them and received favorable re uh, reviews from them. So he says he thinks about suggesting a way of using what already exists, such as buildings, spaces, and places, in order to create something and provide a turning point for those who want to build something new. Yes, indeed. I think that, you know, the, his way of thinking is like one of the most contemporary approaches to architecture today. And I think there's beauty behind uh, preserving and also putting to use the grand beauty that is felt in classical architecture. Wouldn't mm. you agree? Music. News. Information. Everything about Korea. Arirang, Arirang Radio. Let's continue on. We're talking about today's architect whose name is Kwon Jong-woo. I like his name and it's easy to remember. Mm. So um, Kwon Jong-woo, uh, who does everything except architecture, his story is quite interesting. Let's continue on our conversation. Yes, so as mentioned earlier, we talked about his approach uh, to the world of architecture. Mm -hmm. uh, while the conventional notion of architecture often involves tearing down and building something new, mm -hmm. uh, his current approach focuses on preserving and utilizing the memories and the stories of the past. So he's an architect, 
but he doesn't do traditional architecture in the sense of demolishing and rebuilding. Mm. So the buildings he designs retain the essence of the past, yes. right? Mm. And when you visit places like the Kim Young-soo Library and Suna Coffee, uh, it doesn't feel like you're just at a library or a cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, but many say it feels like visiting a rural grandmother's house. Mm. Uh, Kim Young-soo Library, for instance, used to be a library for the prestige school in Jeju City. However, after the Korean Olympics in the 1988, the number of students declined mm-hmm. and the school pride declined as well. So he, he thought of revising that pride with the Kim Young-soo Library. Mm-hmm. And when he was remodeling the building, he noticed a warehouse and a shrine in front of the library. So he combined these space to create the library. Mm-hmm. And inside it, uh, you'll find five traditional Korean rooms constructed with wood. Uh, if you look closely at the ceiling, he also mentioned that you'll see this Salyang Moon, which mm-hmm. is uh, a document written on the beam of how when the house was built or repaired. And when constructing a traditional Korean house, uh, craftsmen write details about the house history, construction, and timing on the beam. Mm. Uh, also, on one side, there's a writing by Hyun Byung Chan, who was known for his excellent calligraphy uh, on Jeju Island. And he was also a graduate of Jeju North Elementary School. And also the writings of the sixth grade students at the time are written on the walls as well. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to visit the Kim Young Soo Library, you can look up at the ceiling and see this traces of the past. Okay, so Sang Yang Moon, which tells the house's history, it kind of makes it feel even more meaningful. Also, as the children who wrote there uh, grow up, become parents, and then when their children attend the same school, Sang Yang Moon will become an even more significant kind of trace. Right? Yes, and through such traces, uh, he believes he can reveal, uh, reveal the history, the tradition, and the pride of Jeju North Elementary School. So through, so through architecture, he showcases his pride in history and tradition. Uh, it's not just about building a traditional Korean houses. It's about realizing and expressing essential architectural ideas. Mm-hmm. So when he talked about doing something except architecture, uh, he meant expanding the fundamental meaning of architecture, mm-hmm. and he wishes to practice this on Jeju Island. I see. I'm seeing a comment from Irina saying, I totally agree with him. <laughs> yes. That's right. I think a lot of people do agree with him. And Irina says he seems like a lively person. That's true as well. So I want to ask, you know, like the Suna Coffee and the Kim Young-soo Library, mm-hmm. what other projects has he worked on? So why don't we listen first directly from him about his other architectural projects? 원도심 쪽에 계신 분들이 이제 이걸 어떻게 하면 좋겠냐고 올해가 오는 경우가 많았어요. 그래서 지금 산지천에 가시면 명승 호텔이라고 예전에 오래전에 60년대 후반에 지어진 호텔이 있었어요. 근데 시간이 지나면서 그것도 방치돼 있고 되게 낡은 건물이었는데 어 건축주분께서 그걸 덜컥 사셨어요. 근데 산 이유가 그 위에가 전에 거기에 교회가 있었대요. 근데 교회에 딸린 유치원이 있었는데 그 건축주가 그 유치원을 다닌 사람이에요. 한 70년대 이야기인데 그 유치원의 놀이터의 흔적이 남아 있어서 어그 기억을 되살리고 싶으니까 다른 건축사들한테 의뢰를 했지, 했겠죠. 근데 이제 아 이거 못 고친다. 철거해야 된다. 네, 그러면서 이제 저한테 인연이 닿아가지고 와서 아 고칠 수 있습니다. 바꿀 수 있습니다. 이렇게 제안을 해가지고 오늘날 다시 리모델링을 해가지고 지금 
다른 어떤 복합 문화 공간 갤러리 같은 거를 하려고 이제 준비를 하고 계시는 상황이 있는데 그런 건물이 하나 있어요. 그 다음에 어제 교육청에서 정책 사업으로 하는 사업 중에 학교 공간 혁신 사업이라고 있거든요. 시설이나 공간이나 그 다음에 건축가가 바라봤을 때 학교의 모습이 우리 때 다닐 때랑 비슷한 거예요. 학교 공간 혁신 사업이라는 정책 사업으로 이제 촉진자를 교육청에서 임명을 해줘서 학교 공간을 열심히 들여다보면서 학교 공간에 대한 관심을 갖고 어, 학교 공간을 변화시키기 위한 작업들을 좀 많이 했어요 지금. Oh, so he talks about some interesting concepts here. Yes. So he mentioned he mainly wondered uh, around the downtown area, and he was quite active in those areas as well. And people in the downtown area often requested him. for architectural projects and among them there's a place called the Byeongseung Hotel uh, which was built in the late 1970s in the Dongmun Rotary of Sanjichan. As it was left abandoned over time it became a very old worn down building Mm. Uh, but later some property owner suddenly bought it and the reason was interesting. Um, On the top of the building there is a weather observation station now Mm -hmm. but before there used to be a church there and associated with the church was a kindergarten Mm -hmm. and the property owner um, happened to have attended that kindergarten back in the 70s Mm. and this was when those who attended kindergartens in Korea were from a relatively well-off family Mm -hmm. so he bought the building because there was still traces of the uh, playground from his kindergarten days and he wanted to revive those memories oh I see that's really nice and really interesting too so he bought the the rundown building because of childhood memories uh, that are related to the place yes So the property owner, he requested it several architects for the reconstruction of the Myeongseung Hotel. But interestingly, um, all of them said it couldn't be re- renovated and needed to be demolished. Uh, after going through several architects, he eventually approached architect Kwon Jung-woo, who proposed that the building could be renovated uh, without being demolished. Mm-hmm. And he proceeded with the remodeling. And currently, the building is being prepared to be operated as a multi, uh, multi-purpose cultural space and the gallery. Oh, I see. You know, I think I've actually read an article about that and, uh, you know, about the abandoned hotel and mm. bathhouse being tuned into a or turned into a gallery and cafe. I've, also, I've always wanted to visit the place. And now I know it was designed by the architect himself. This is awesome. Yes. And another notable project f- of his was the school. buildings in Jeju. Uh, There's a policy project called the School Space Innovation Project by the Education Office. And actually, he mentioned about his story of how he felt quite sad when he moved from Seoul to Jeju. And because he had to transfer his child to Jeju school. Mm -hmm. Uh, He took his child to a school in Jeju. And when he compared the school facilities and the spaces to those in Seoul, he found them to have a very outdated look. Uh, the school facilities and spaces in Jeju hadn't changed much since he attended school here. And despite the passage of time, the fundamental appearance of the schools remained the same. Mm-hmm. So whenever he saw that, it made him feel sad. Mm. So for the school space innovation project, the education office had appointed him as the facilitator of the project. Mm-hmm. So he worked hard to transform the school spaces, although unfortunately, you know, we're not able to see the general public space because uh, it's not open to the public. Mm. Uh, but he 
reportedly said there's nothing as good as school spaces in terms of utility. I think I totally agree with that because, you know, spaces are so important when it comes to creativity and our children, uh, you know, people who are learning in the education need to be in spaces that can inspire them. So I'm curious to know, though, how have they evolved? Yes. So elementary schools, for example, are spaces used continuously for six years and middle and high schools for three years in Korea. And the students using them change over time. Uh, Previously, the school space changes were decided by the principals or administrative office managers who handled the finances. Uh, They renovated the buildings, but from the perspective of those using the space, it often didn't bring much excitement. Mm -hmm. The change wasn't that exciting. However, things are changing now with the concept of user uh, participatory design. Mm. Uh, It involves asking the people who directly use the space for their inputs. Mm -hmm. So architects and other artists uh, conduct workshops and classes with the space users like the students. Then the teachers, parents, and local community members join in to discuss the future of the school together. Mm -hmm. And they uh, incorporate their opinions into the user participatory uh, design process. And they design and plan based on their input. So... Jamie, do you remember what schools in Korea looked like in the past? I do. When I first moved to Korea, and Mm. I remember walking through the hallways where all the classes are all lined up with big windows to the side and students are looking out. Um, So something like that, right? Yes. And it's really interesting because I thought the same way. uh, And architect Kwon Jung-woo described it like that as well. Uh, If you were to draw a school from the past, most people would draw something quite similar, just like how you explained it. Rectangular. Yes. So he said he's still thinking about how to change that. And currently, the Ministry of Education is going to implement a high school uh, credit system in 2025. And right now, students have to take all the required courses, even if they don't want to. But once the high school school credit system is implemented, uh, it will allow students to choose and enroll in courses that they are interested in, uh-huh. like in high, uh, in, like in university. Okay, then when that system is implemented, school spaces will become more flexible, I suppose. Yes, you're right, and there's still a lot of discussions about how school spaces should be changed depending on the teaching method and he emphasized that it requires more attention from various stakeholders as well. Okay, so what is the Jeju downtown area that he's mostly interested in and what kind of architecture does he want to pursue as an architect in Jeju Island? Um, First, let's listen to his story.
잘 활용해서 어떤 뭐 컨텐츠라든가 어떤 거를 집어넣어서 사람들한테 그 기억들이나 그런 것들을 이제 다시 끄집어낼 수 있는 그런 건축을 하고 싶은 생각이 있는 건축가라고 보시면 될것 같습니다. Can you explain what he says? So according to him, the new Jeju city uh, is a recently constructed area where urban culture is forming. Mm-hmm. However, the original downtown area has accumulated culture over centuries. Mm-hmm. And it carries the sense of time with them. And the area around Bugunsong Fortress dates back to the Tamla era. So you can say it goes back in time, and the original downtown is a place where you can go back in time. Which has a lot of value. Yes, and he believes that time has accumulated in original downtown, and those experiences continue to be passed down through people's words and thoughts. Mm. Uh, When asked which place is more attractive and a better city, he answered that, It's the place that preserves the old history and allows the memories of that time to be brought out. Uh, However, he is disappointed that such places are gradually disappearing Mm -hmm. uh, due to the development and expansion. Uh, To others, they may look like abandoned and trash-like houses or buildings. But to him, he sees himself as an architect who wants to utilize them well and create an architecture that can extract past memories from people's minds. Mm, That is amazing. I really like when we hear a lot of, I mean, a lot of the people that you introduce have a different mindset. And today's Mm. human is one of those people. But in terms of architecture and also how he's helping to preserve the value of Jeju Island is absolutely wonderful. It seems like what he is pursuing in the world of architecture is kind of making the old feel like the new right Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Uh, so as we go back in time the stories become unfamiliar to us and creating buildings that preserve those stories will help us kind of continue on our history and share the word with the next generations you know what jay i'm kind of curious about the architecture's future plans that we're talking about today what kind of architecture does he plan to work on next yes so he believes that everyone needs a space where they can personally express themselves and it's not about grand spaces but literally a place where you can reveal yourself Mm. so he said designing such homes in his next uh is his next plans and because jeju island was also considered remote due to being an island he now wants to uh, reverse that uh, perception and he believes that Jeju needs to lay down a path in the architectural sense to become a center of attention Mm -hmm. so he wants to do architecture that makes Jeju a more livable city and a more attractive island oh well that's awesome so those are wonderful aspirations I hope all of his wishes come true and last but not least where is the place he would like to recommend to go on Jeju Island and let's listen first 사람들이 늘 가서 같이 이제 기도하고 그런 곳이 이제 제주도에서 관점으로는 당이에요 당. 그러니까 당을 뭐 지나가다가 답사하다가 당에 갔더니만 어떤 사람이 밖에 이렇게 서서 안 들어가시더라고요. 그러니까 교회 다니세요? 그러니까 끄떡끄떡거리는데 이걸 그냥 종교적인 개념의 생각으로 말고 어떤 장소의 공간으로 한번 눈여겨 보시면은 또 새로운 매력이 분명히. 있을 것 같고요. 아쉽게도 계속 지금 뭐 길이 나고 도로 나면서 사라지고 있지만은 그런 장소가 주는 어떤 영험한 힘들 그 공간감들이 굉장히 저는 매력적이더라고요. 그래서 나중에 기회가 되시면 제주도 오시면은 당 구경을 꼭 한번 해보시면 그러니까 물리적으로 집의 흔적으로 남아 있는 당이 있고요. 어 자연적인 어떤 성스러운 공 그런 공간에 
Wow, this is the first time we heard that kind of recommendation. Where does he say? Yes, very unique. Mm. He talked about one of the oldest practices that humans have engaged in, which is still pre- uh, present in Jeju. It's called Gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a prayer or a wish offered to the gods. And since Jeju is an island, it, it's been heavily influenced by the nature. So Gut has been widely performed. Mm-hmm. So focusing on such practices, he recommended visiting the traces of Dang, which are like the shrines, which can be found all over Jeju. Uh-huh. Uh, some Dang remain as physical traces of houses and others are found in natural spaces. Oh, that is really amazing. Go check it out, guys, in your next travel to go to the da- the Kut, the, the Tang areas, Tang areas, right? yes. All right, thank you for your introduction today. We'll see you again next week. Thank yes, you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com. Or you can check out our Facebook page at The Wonders of Jeju, as well as our Instagram account with the handle at WOJ underbar Arirang. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island. <laughs>